providing you with the tools, knowledge, skills, and power to advance your career, grow your business, and build a better future for your community. We are the Tourism Academy. Welcome to Business Class. Welcome to this week's episode of Business Class from the Tourism Academy. Steve Ekstrom sits down to interview Alexa Peregrim from the Lackawanna County Convention and Visitors Bureau. Alexa talks about how she got her start in the travel industry, and she shares valuable advice she's been given along the way. I hope you enjoy this week's show. Here's your host, Steve Ekstrom. 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 Welcome, everyone, to Business Class Podcast from the Tourism Academy. Joining us today for this conversation about people who are making their living in a difference in the tourism industry is Alexa Peregrim. Alexa. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, thank you for having me. So I think a great starting point is where are you? Where, where are you coming from? I am from Lackawanna County, which most people probably know Scranton, Pennsylvania a little bit better. And that of course is all from the office, the TV show, um, you know. <laughs> That's exactly what everybody correlates us with. <laughs> so I'm from Scranton. Um, we are much more than just a paper company, um, but we do have a ton of attractions, lots to do. The food is incredible. Um, that's one of the biggest things that we're definitely pushing these days is the food. Um, yeah, so we're in a great location here. What's your favorite local food? Oh, that is so hard. <laughs> See, we stumped you right off the bat. No, it's, uh, we just developed a pizza trail. So a little fun fact, we have over 160 locally owned mom and pop pizza places. And we actually got the locals to vote on their favorite in each town of Lackawanna County. And there are 63 pizzerias on the pizza trail map. So it's intense. So that just to give you an idea for pizza, but then we have amazing um, pasta and Italian food. A lot of Italians from, are from Italy that have migrated here back during the coal mining days. Um, I just went on a taco tour yesterday, just putting that out there. I went to six different places and had different tacos at each one. So <laughs> Nice. I like the way you travel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have a good time. <laughs> so how did you end up getting your start in the tourism industry? I actually grew up in this industry. My father manages a small timeshare property and he put me right to work when I was a kid between mucking the horse stables to <laughs> writing out deeds for some of the clients to working on maintenance and landscaping. He had me doing it all. Um, and you know, also being in front of the customers as well and in front of the visitors. And from there, I just realized that it was just something that I wanted to do. So if you look back at that time, you know, what's something maybe you wish you knew then about working in tourism and making a difference? Ooh, I mean, I think the biggest thing is that there's still misconceptions about, you know, your age, your experience, being a female in the industry, um, there's still a lot of those stigmas um, and there's still a lot of that pushback um, for all of those things within the industry. Um, I'm a fighter, so I have no problem pushing back against them, but <laughs> I will say that they are still there. 
and sometimes it catches you by surprise and other days that you expect it. So I would say, I kind of wish I knew a little bit about that. My father made me do anything and everything. Like I said, I, I ran everything from maintenance to housekeeping, to landscaping, to sitting in the office and writing out paperwork and being in front of the customer. So it's, he had me doing everything. So I never had that experience there um, with any of the stigmas, but once you get out and you start getting into a more corporate world, you definitely see it. Okay. And from what you just said, I think I might know the answer to this, but who's made the biggest impact on your own business philosophy? Um, my father, definitely. <laughs> um, he has, I, you know, he's always, he's pushed me to be tough. He's pushed me to make a name for myself, uh, to work hard and to be appreciative of that hard work, but also to be humble and show others how to do something. Um, yeah. So I, mean, I would definitely say that he has, but there have been so many people in my life throughout that have also um, done that as well. Um, even in the industry that I look up to, um, a lot of my fellow coworkers that I meet at trade shows that I admire so much for their hard work and what they have done for their, the industry and the locations that they work for. Um, so to name anyone in particular, I think they've all had an impact on me. Well, you don't have to name somebody, but what's the best piece of advice that you've received from those people? Um, wow, that's, that's tough just because there's so many little tidbits along the way. Um, I, I really would say just stay true to yourself. Um, be passionate is the biggest thing. Just be passionate about what you're doing because when you lose that passion, I think your work uh, deteriorates. I, I don't think that you work as hard. I don't think it shows. Um, you really have to be passionate about what you're doing. And that's the only way to enjoy your life because let's face it, you work in an office sometimes eight, 10 hours a day. It's the majority of your week. So you have to enjoy what you do. You know, it's funny. Uh, I, I think I've mentioned this in almost every podcast, but one of two of the things that I've found people who work in tourism and people who love to travel have in common is that we love to learn and we have to be constantly challenged to learn new things to be satisfied and that we love to share. Mm -hmm. Yes. How have, how have you seen that within your own, you know, uh, time in the industry? Um, I, I think the biggest thing is the fact that the places I have worked for, it's always been very family oriented. Um, I, I kind of made a point of that with my career because I, I did not think I would fit in with a very strict corporate um, world, um, you know, where everything is very regimented. There's policy upon policy. Um, I, I think it takes away from a lot of that interaction that you do have with guests. Um, so for me, I always enjoyed that more family oriented. I wanted to always go above and beyond for somebody to make their day, to make sure that they're enjoying their stay when they're with us, um, no matter what business I had worked for. Um, I think that's part of the sharing, you know, sharing an experience with them and being part of it. And then also knowing that you ended up making that vacation something more memorable, mm -hmm. but also learning from them. 
some of the guests that I used to have, oh my God, the things I learned from them are just incredible. Um, people from all walks of life, all different cultures. It's really incredible to, to meet these people in one location. They're coming to Pennsylvania and to meet them all in one location and to be a part of that life at that point. I, you know, I had invitations to little girls birthday parties and family reunions at the end of it. And that's special because it does have that family aspect. So what advice would you give to somebody who wants to build a, a satisfying, meaningful career in tourism um, and also wants to have that feeling of giving back? I would say to find out exactly what in tourism that you are, that interests you, what is, makes you happy that you know that you're good at. Um, for me, I never in a million years thought I would be in sales. Um, I always expected to be front desk, customer representative, customer service. Next thing you know, I went into a sales department in my first job um, outside of my father's uh, job. And I loved it because I was able to talk to the people a little bit more. Um, I was able to help them plan something. Um, to create horrible experiences, to customize their trip. And I got to be a part of the entire journey. And then when they got here, I still got to meet them. So it was nice to find that little niche. And I would say, find your niche. You may not know it when you're in college or even before that, but find your niche um, and really just go after it and put your whole heart into it. I think that's important. Mm -hmm. Finding your niche and, and being available to be part of those experiences and not exactly. to forget that, yes, it is your job, but it is also part of their memory. Exactly. Yep. And it's very satisfying at the end of it when they're enjoying themselves and you know that you did it and you helped. Quick break to tell you about Group Travel Odyssey. Tour operators, do you ever lack quality service and support from your IT provider? Are you tired of entering the same system information over and over? Well, now is your chance to be part of the GTO community. Group Travel Odyssey is software and service that helps you effortlessly manage your group travel marketing, sales, operations, suppliers, and accounting. Visit grouptravelodyssey.com to request a demo so you can personally experience our flexible software and service. Group Travel Odyssey, business without boundaries. Now back to business class with Steve Ekstrom. What is a common myth about working in sales and working for a DMO um, or about DMOs in general that you would want to debunk? I don't know so much if it's a myth, but what I'm finding is that it, it seems like in a lot of the bigger cities, DMOs are not as heavily involved with the planning process. Um, and maybe it is a myth. I, you know, I, I work a lot with smaller DMOs versus a lot of the bigger cities like Philadelphia and Louisville and things like that. But and not to point them out that they're doing anything wrong. Oh my God, never. But, <laughs> um, but as far as for the smaller locations, I think what we see a lot is that we're not just passing RFPs and information off to 
the hotels or to the venues and they're just doing the work. Um, I think DMOs really do a lot of the back end planning um, that people don't realize or people don't see. And it's a lot of the communication. Um, we communicate extensively with our partners and extensively with the planners if they are interested. Um, there are times when I am working specifically on a group for an entire day just because there's just so much to plan and there's so much event happening um, within the event itself. So it's, I would say we do a lot more work than people think rather than just passing off RFPs and doing marketing. What has been your favorite travel experience? Within my county or just in general? Personally. Personally. My favorite so far, I have been to Egypt and it was on my number one Number one on my bucket list was to go to Egypt. I've been fascinated with the culture since I was a little girl. And I finally went uh, about three years ago. And it was incredible, breathtaking, amazing, everything I could have hoped for or more. Um, definitely planning to go back at some point. <laughs> if somebody wants to get in touch with you, how would you recommend they do that? They can reach us on LinkedIn. Um, it's Lackawanna County Visitors Bureau. You can also go to our website, visit nepa.org. Fantastic. And I wrap up every interview with a bit of a card game. You're not going to lose any money. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah, for both of us, right? You know? um, I don't have any <laughs> <laughs> This isn't Vegas. All right. So I'm going to ask you to pick a number one to 10. And I'll pull a card off the deck. Eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, that's a good question. Okay, thank you. This has been wonderful. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> when do you feel most alive? I would say when I am doing a lot of outdoor activities. I love to be outdoors. I love to hike, kayak, um, just fishing, being with my family, friends, doing those things, being outside. Um, we have beautiful mountain ranges here, beautiful views. So that's, I would say, is when I feel the most alive is when I'm outside, away from my phone, away from the chatter and the busyness of the world and just relaxing, enjoying the company that I have. I'd like to thank you, Alexa, for joining us. And for those of you who are new to the Business Class Podcast, be sure to subscribe. We're on all your favorite channels. And Alexa, have a wonderful weekend. It's been great talking with you. Thank you. You too. Enjoy the sunshine. I'll do my best. Take a course, train your people, teach what you love, promote your products. Donate today at tourismacademy.org, a 501c3 nonprofit organization.